What's up, everybody? It's Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook with football game plan here to talk to you about Isogenics. Isogenics is nutritional cleansing, which is a lifestyle upgrade. It's an easy to follow system that burns fat, supports body systems and promotes lean muscle growth. The solutions it provides are weight, wellness, performance, energy and health aging opportunities. Start now and transform your life by reaching out to health and prosperity coach Jim Paterno at jenrachelle at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. Or shoot her a text at 862-220-6611. She's also on Twitter at Coach. That's I-S-A-J-E-N-I-X coach. Isogenics, solutions to transform lives. And welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. And also check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located on YouTube at youtube.com slash football game plan. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, as you should, leave us a five-star rating. And keeping with our 2018 NFL Draft Prospect interviews, uh, right now we have Justin Lawler of SMU on the line. Justin, I Appreciate you taking time. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I, uh, good to be here. Well, I was at the East West Shrine game, man, and, and I was looking forward to watching you get down there and compete because I think SMU is one of those sleeping giant programs that a lot of people tend to overlook. When you were down at the Shrine game, how was your experience there, and and what were you able to to gain from being out there with guys from across the country? Man, the the Shrine game overall was a great experience. You know, being there with a bunch of guys, with a bunch of dreams, with, you know, all striving to do great things. You know, it was a fun time. Got to meet some dudes, hang out with them. Uh, not too much of downtime, but we had a, <laughs> but we had some here and there. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just a fun experience. Definitely something that I would recommend to anybody that gets an invite um, to an all-star game. But it was just overall, it was a good experience. I think I helped myself out a lot while I was down there. Um, played well and got after and interviewed well as well. When you talk about the Shrine game and you talk about the practices and helping yourself out, I think one thing that everyone uh, tends to gravitate toward is the one-on-ones. What was your your thoughts on uh, the process of of you know that part of practice and uh, let's say even nine on seven or even the team drills? What what part were you really like? Okay, this is where I'm gonna showcase my skills. Yeah, so obviously one-on-ones definitely was the biggest thing for me. Uh, you know, that as being a pass rusher, you know, obviously defensive coordinators in the NFL like to create one-on-ones, you know, uh, they can they can blitz as many as they want, but the best they can do in a base defense is get you a one-on-one. So I think if you can consistently win those in all periods and all downs, um, I think that definitely helps your stock out a lot. And it makes the defense flow a whole lot better if you can have guys that can beat a guy one-on-one and bring double teams to you, then that opens up one-on-ones across the board. 
And so if we can get 11 one-on-one, somebody's going to win and somebody's going to make a play. Um, I know that's kind of what our philosophy was at SMU, and I think it's the same in the NFL. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up because I think that shows a lot of maturity and, in, 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 uh, you know, I want to say vision or, or so, to, if I'm using the correct term, um, yeah. wise beyond your, be, beyond your, your years. Uh, I think a lot of that tends to come from being a red shirt. You know, when you came in as a freshman, you red shirt and then you played four years. How, how did that red shirt year kind of benefit you to where you were able to hit the ground running as a red shirt freshman? Yeah, man. I mean, it, it really helped me out a lot. It kind of woke me up a little bit too, because that was the year, uh, we went five and seven when we missed a bowl game. And the year after that, it was really, really my fre- my true freshman year, the year that I started playing um, because our uh, June got fired after the second game of the year. And so that, those two years really, really allowed me to grow up. And uh, I learned from some great guys. We, we did have some good leaders. We weren't a very good team, but we had a couple good leaders that I got to learn from, um, especially on the D-line. We had uh, Zach Wood. Um, that kind of took me under his wing and helped me learn and, and just develop myself as a player and kind of understanding what it takes day after day to be a better football player and even a better person. And, and that growth at, at that program, like I said, it's a sleeping giant program. We, we know about how it was in the late 70s, early 80s. It's well documented. But now I feel like SMU is still sort of finding its way and, and slowly building something special. How was your time at SMU? And also, what kind of defense were you guys running down there? Yeah, so my time at SMU, I absolutely loved it, man. We went through some hard times. Um, but, you know, that makes it all the more worthwhile um, coming out on top. This past year, we went seven and six. Uh, and obviously, we did well enough for Coach Morris to get the opportunity to go to Arkansas. Um, but the develop, the relationships you develop at SMU, SMU is a small community, man. Uh, undergrad, there's only about 3,000, 3,500 people in the whole school, which is, you know, I would, I would assume one of the smallest in Division I football. So you've got alumni and people that just care a whole lot about SMU and that give back and, you know, develop relationships and want to see every program and every part of the athletic department and academic department succeed. And so with all that kind of behind you, you know, it's easy to jump behind and do well. Um, but as far as our defense at SMU, uh, we were primarily a 4-3. We'd get into some 4-2-5 stuff. We messed around a lot this past year with some dime and nickel looks, mainly, mainly dime. Um, but we were pretty much 100% four, four down most of the time. We threw in some odd front, uh, some three-man, where the two ends were in a four-eye to head up on the tackles, um, just to kind of show a different look for the offenses and give, you know, different looks on the back end and it allowed our linebackers to do a little different stuff. So, Well, you, you think being that versatile and, and showing those different looks, you, you think that is tied directly toward – uh, the way the, the offenses are nowadays, um, the passing offenses, and uh, how challenging is it to play defensive end nowadays with this? Because I played back when it was basically – you just started to see, like, the spread offenses. Maybe four or five teams in the entire country ran it, but now I feel like that's everybody's base offense. So it kind of forces you guys on the defensive side to be a little bit more flexible in how you line up and, and defend that. So it's, you know, how challenging is that and, and how unique does it make you – uh, or forces you to play defensive end? 
Yeah, so it's it's definitely challenging to learn um, different ways and different alignments, and you know, because like you said, we a lot of offenses, especially in the American Conference, they they're very similar. Um, they all use like a three back. We call them a cruiser, the the tight end on the line and kind of right behind the tackle, um, in some way, shape, or form. And so we thought kind of our thought process is if we can go through a three-man front and a four-man front and also move to those fronts, then it would give offenses different looks. And um, it was kind of more difficult on us because, you know, it changes the fits. But once we got it down, you know, it worked out pretty well. So that was kind of our thought process. And we don't want to give the offense the same look every time, obviously, because they're going to find a weak spot eventually. You know, so that was kind of our thought process behind that. Um, but, yeah, offenses are evolving, going faster and more spread out and getting better each year. So that's the challenge with defense. You know, defense is not easy to play or coach. Um, so I think that's a challenge for our defense coordinators all across the country. I've always liked how you approach the game, man, because you found a way to, to camp out in the backfield. I want to say like 30 TFLs in the last two seasons, some ridiculous number like that. But I feel like you still have been an overlooked prospect. What, what, why do you feel as though you're being overlooked? And what part of your game uh, for the folks out there that may not be familiar that you feel as though is being criminally underrated? You know, a lot of people ask me that. Um, and I don't really know. You know, I don't really – care that I'm being overlooked you know I don't want to sound rude but no no I got you <laughs> you know so like I mean you know it's it's because it's completely out of my control you know I got to show up and I got to do my thing I got to win I got to get to the quarterback I gotta get tackles for loss and I got to run to the ball that's that's the only thing that I can do that's the only thing that I can control um so being underrated you know I mean it kind of sucks honestly but you know it is what it is and that's just all the more for me to prove when I get to the next level that you know, teams draft before me, hey, we should have we should have took another second guess at this guy or maybe we can, you know, grab him down the field or whatever. But um, it doesn't really bother me. You know, it, it is what it is. But I'm just enjoying this process and doing what I can. Well, you only go through it once. So that that's the right attitude to have. And, right. you know, you, you went uh, we, we talked about SMU and, and your Shrine game experience. And I feel like SMU is one of those programs uh, that kind of you know, because of the ups and downs, it kind of taught you a lot. What would you say is the biggest thing football taught you? Oh, man. I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so football, being a leader and, and going through the things that I've had to go through with 1-11 and 11 and 2-10 and 10, those two years, um, I really – my whole football career kind of changed when uh, I kind of – told myself that my career was my responsibility. And what I mean by that is when you lose so much, you kind of, you look for things to blame it on. You look for people to blame it on and you look for, you know, objects or what, you know, everything, but yourself it's, you know, and so when I started taking the approach of it's your fault, that's kind of when my whole mentality changed because it, it wasn't like, hey, these guys got to get better. It's, hey, I got to get better. You know, I get better, this whole team gets better. person next to me gets better, the whole team gets better, you know. So I kind of took that mentality and I became, you know, kind of the leader of our team. I was a captain for three years, so that's that was something I'm extremely proud of. Um, but when when I kind of took that mentality change 
and looked in the mirror every morning instead of looking at other people, um, I think it helped me out a lot. It helped my mindset out a lot. And I became, I began to take steps forward instead of going backwards. You know what? That That's the power of positive thinking, man. And a lot of times people look at, you know, quarterback, Mike Backer, free safety, center as those positions, right? But you, you've proven that, man, I could leave from my position by just doing my thing and being a better player and person each and every day. That, that's awesome to hear because a lot of guys don't have that, that are not introspective to, to realize, like, you know what, change kind of starts with me. And if I may be contagious by, you know, influencing the next guy like you talked about. So I, th- I just think that's an awesome perspective. And that goes from a guy that has played a lot of football and, and seen a lot in your five years. Where, where are you training right now? Uh, I'm at APEC in Fort Worth. Fort Worth. So, so they let you go to Fort Worth after you didn't spend time at <laughs> SMU, man. Like, I know. Hurry. <laughs> I, I walk around Fort Worth and I see all these TCU sh- uh, shirts <laughs> on, and I got I got my SMU hat and my SMU shirt on. And I'm like, hey, I'm representing the ponies wherever I go. So, <laughs> like you talked about, defensive players always want to be disruptive, man. Yeah, Where- that's right. Hey, we don't care what other people think. We care about messing everything up. <laughs> I like that, man. This has been fun, Justin, man. Where, where can people follow you on Twitter or Instagram to, to follow along this journey? Yeah, so my Twitter and Instagram are LawlerJustin99. Um, on Twitter, I try to do a lot of motivational stuff. You know, I, I, I try to use Instagram and, and social media as a platform to, you know, not to, I guess to impact people in a lack of a better term, but, you know, someone's scrolling down that feed and someone may see it and it may change perspective and help people to get better. So that's kind of what I'm in this for, you know, so I don't, I don't post just a post. I post, you know, with, with a reason and purpose behind what I post. So both of them are Lawler, Justin 99. Uh, also I have a Snapchat. I don't, I'm not a huge Snapchat guy, but my wife has one. So she wanted me to grab one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Lawler J ninety nine. Yeah, I'm not a Snapchat guy either. Man. I can't figure it out. So yeah, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a selfie picture taking guy, you know. So I just look at other people's and Snapchat my wife, and we have fun with that. So that's a smart way to do it, man. Keep you out of trouble too. Yeah, you know. No so doubt. No doubt. <laughs> well, Justin, man, thanks again, and we wish you the best of luck moving forward. Yeah, appreciate it. Anytime. 